Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. And I am your host, Michael Sherlock. As always, it never changes. You guys are stuck with me, but you keep coming back. So there must be something that's working there. And all month long, we're talking about Mindful May, taking care of ourselves in a lot of different ways, but especially up here in our noggins and making sure that we're taking as good care of us in our heads as we are in the rest of our bodies. And my guest today has a definitely unique perspective on this, and but also a really great background that will um, really, for those of you who are entrepreneurs, tie to everything that we do every day. So Alex Harris is a conversion-focused web designer, online marketing expert. He's also a best-selling author. He's got a couple books, Boost E-Commerce Sales and Make More Money, and also Small Business, Big Money Online. He's also the host of the Happy Progress Growth Podcast, which is going to come into play for a lot of our conversation. But overall, his goal is to do this, help you to maximize the ROI of your life. And I'll never forget the first time I heard ROI. Now I say it in my sleep because I was like, what's ROI? Now I'm like, oh, I know it the inside out and upside down. But Alex, thank you so much for being my guest today. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's great. I want to make sure that we talk a little bit about your business first because I'm also, um, you know, as a business owner myself, you know, marketing, uh, you know, ROI in that case, uh, mm-hmm. you know, online presence, all these things. Luckily, I have a team that's, you know, helping me fix some of our challenges, but it's definitely uh, not something that everybody's talented in. So tell us a little bit more about you, your business, and how you help your clients to shock their potential. Yeah, I, uh, I'm a conversion-focused web designer, so that really means that I use art and science and analytics to really improve the overall user experience of, of websites and apps. So when I first started as a website designer, obviously I wanted to design things that were unique, good look, uh, good looking and intuitive, but I got into the, the human behavior of how people use the internet. So people have certain triggers in their mind. And when you go through an internet experience, like a e-commerce site to buy something, uh, we analyze users' experience and then use those triggers to motivate them to take action you know, not mm-hmm. force them or manipulate them into buying something, really understand what drives people to complete certain goals on the internet. And then we design experiences and test them to improve upon that. And then uh, most recently, I started a new podcast called the Happy Progress Podcast. And I took what I do with iteratively improving my business and marketing. And I started to apply that really to my own life, thinking of making my own life as an experiment every day. How can I try new things to overall figure out what's working and what doesn't? And then every day make intentional improvements to overall build compound growth and have better outcomes. I love it. And I think, I mean, that's truly the scientific and the marketing part of your brain and what you do on a day-to-day basis, applying it to your own life. You can't get much more real than that when you say, hey, I'm my own test subject for this. 
Yeah, well, you find out what 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 makes you tick. Uh, we all have drivers in our life, but it takes like willpower to really push through that and do things that we may not want to do. It takes sacrifice. And the more you start to realize how you can get outside your comfort zone and be comfortable being uncomfortable, the more you learn about yourself and you realize that 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 energy and that juice inside of you is, is really what makes us each unique. So, uh, you know, I try to I work with other people and other entrepreneurs, like-minded people who also want to, to go out there, uh, dream big and accomplish big goals. Well, and you, um, you said this before we started taping too, you said that you have been more of an introvert. And so you actually started going on podcasts to try and push yourself past that. Like, talk a little bit about that. Well, I, I've always been artistic growing up. Uh, my mom actually thought I was like a mute when I was in elementary school. And, uh, but, but I was always in the back of the room drawing and painting or tinkering or, or uh, <laughs> taking something apart or, or causing some, some trouble. But uh, after I got out of college, I didn't know that I needed to be social and I needed to uh, present and uh, show clients my designs. And I felt really intimidated. You know, why are these people looking at me? Am I going to say the wrong thing? So I realized I had a lot of social anxiety. I was very introverted. I was having a lot of self-doubt. Every time I did something new, I had imposter syndrome. And that was just based on my own growing up of how I kind of rationalized everything. So mm -hmm. I knew in order for me to grow my own career, I needed to do public speaking. I needed to be able to tell stories. And I found that I love networking. I love talking with people like you who have like-minded ideas and podcasting was really a way for me to express myself. Just like mm -hmm. in creating art, we're creating podcasts and talking about things that are important to us and we're putting it out into the open. And, and from that, it just creates energy and it creates achievement and fulfillment and a podcasting really helped me to organize my thoughts, be uh, comfortable in uncomfortable situations and be, be able to uh, do public speaking and not necessarily put too much pressure on myself because it's, it's so easy to us to, oh, you did that wrong. Oh, you sound terrible <laughs> and this and that, and, you know, podcasting really is a great way just to, to get the reps and put yourself out there to, to be able to communicate. I had just had this, uh, this flashback memory that my whole life I, I've been, I, I sing, I love to sing. I don't sing professionally or anything, never did. But, you know, in high school and college, I sang, I was in choirs, we did a lot of competitions. And all throughout my, um, you know, growing up, if I worked with a, a vocal coach, um, they would try and get me out of the nasal sound. I have a real nasally quality. And, you know, they'd try everything. And I just couldn't get out of my own nasal. And, and that, so for that reason, I hated listening to myself. I hated listening to myself talk to sing or whatever. Cause all I could hear was that nasal. And at one point in time, I realized I'm like, who cares? That's me. That's my voice. And I just gotten to that point And my, I had a quartet in high school. It was my senior year of high school. I'll never forget it. And we took second place of this huge statewide competition. And you know why we took second place? Cause they told me that I was too nasal. And if I wouldn't have been too nasal, we would have taken first place. And I was like, oh, God, I just got past that. Wow. Yeah. The things that, you know, we need therapy for over lifetime. <laughs> so um, I wanted to ask you too, um, 
you know, when you're talking about kind of putting yourself out there, I can't remember the gentleman's name and it's been, it was one of the, like the first Ted talks that went really big, but, um, the young, a guy who decided to, to do, you know, take, take a year and try and get no's. So he, you know, would ask people just the weirdest things, trying to get them to say no. And what he found is that more often than not, they said, yes. Like he said, you know, one of the, the biggest things that they made a big deal of is he went to a, um, like a Krispy Kreme. He went into Krispy Kreme and he said, can you make me a donut that looks like the Olympic rings? And so he wanted them to say, well, no, we can't. I mean, we make donuts. They, these are donuts we had. And he ended up with a gal who, and she's like, well, he called first. And she's like, well, you mean like with the colors and all that? He's like, yeah, the colors, you know, there's red and yeah, you know. And then she, he shows up and she made it. She figured it out. And like one was he, he just knocked on some random guy's door. He had a, um, a soccer ball and he said, can I play soccer in your backyard? And the guy's like, okay. <laughs> but I, I love the story, especially when he talks about it. Cause he's like, I actually was trying to get no's mm -hmm. to help myself. That was what he was so afraid of it being told. No, that he thought if he had, you know, a hundred days of people telling him, no, he'd be better at taking, getting no's. But what he found was he was getting a whole lot of yeses. <laughs> he's too welcoming. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, as you've gone through this journey, have you, what, what has surprised you in your own journey applying, you know, kind of these more scientific and, and marketing methodologies to your own life? I think probably the biggest surprise is how other people go through the same thing. And I thought I was by myself and alone, I'm like, you know, what's wrong with me? Um, and you find out the majority of other people go through this as well. Everywhere at, has some type of self-doubt or nervousness. And it's all about really practice and, and putting yourself out there and getting the reps and learning from your mistakes. It's, it's a big experiment, uh, you know, trial and error. You're never going to learn anything as much as you learn everything through experience. And honestly, I did public speaking and a couple of times I bombed and yeah. I, I froze up, got stage fright, uh, <laughs> spent hours in my room practicing and, and making sure I was ready before things happened. And I realized what I was hap happening is I was actually putting way too much pressure on myself. Instead of going into my core of what makes Alex unique, I was trying to be someone else that I really wasn't. So as soon as I'm able to hone in on, on my insecurities and my uh, whatever, you know, kind of makes me unique, you know, just... When I, uh, when I start to get nervous, you know, I think about things that are important to me, either, either my parents, my wife, or, you know, just my dogs and things that make me happy because as soon as you smile, it just, it all, all of a sudden just changes the whole, whole dynamic. Yeah. And then when you, and, and then you also start to realize like in public speaking, if you are nervous or you're dealing with something, people are, are going to understand that and you're going to get through it. But majority of the time people don't notice it anyway. So the things that you think a lot of times are not real. It's yeah. what you, your perception of yourself is. So you have to really just now put yourself outside of your own shoes and say, this is what I want my own life to be. And then put yourself in that position of sex, success going forward. So you can make sure that you are presenting your life in the way that you want it to be instead of the way other people perceive you to be. Yeah. And I think you're right too about, you know, podcasting is a great format for this because most podcasts are a 
great conversation. Yeah. And the best, the best podcasts, I think, are the ones that you're like, wow, that was so great. We just exchanged ideas or we just clicked or we had something that, you know, got us excited and, you know, we either laughed or we cried. And that is a great way just to know what's really important to you because it comes through. Yeah, absolutely. It keeps it real. And, uh, yeah. you know, now vulnerability is, is cool now. So it's you know, put, put yourself out there. <laughs> That's so true. I like it. That's our catchphrase for the year 2021. Vulnerability is cool. <laughs> I love it. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor and we'll be right back. Top Dog Learning Group LLC is a leadership change management and diversity inclusion consulting firm based in Orlando, Florida. But with top doggers, aka consultants, throughout North America and beyond. They focus on training programs, both virtual and face to face, keynotes and lunch and learns, group and one on one coaching, and off the shelf solutions. One such solution is their masterclass on the top three strategies to be resilient in times of change. This thoughtful, self paced online training will guide you through three tactics you can use immediately not just to survive, but to thrive when change comes at you. Use the code RESIL50OFF for 50% off the program. Just go to bit.ly forward slash 3A5MLS6 and enter the code RESIL50OFF in all capitals to redeem your 50% off coupon. The link and code will be available in our show notes as well for easy access. Learn more today at topdoglearning.learningworlds.com. And we're back with Alex Harris. And I know um, I'd like to talk just a little bit more. I know we're going to dive a little bit deeper in terms of, you know, we've, we've uh, stuck on, or we've struck on a couple of things that you've shared with you, you personally, but talk a little bit about your podcast in, spe in specifically. And, you know, what are you finding as you bring this journey and you pull other people along with you? Mm -hmm. Well, I actually started this podcast uh, one time before in, in 2015, I believe it was. And I had just left uh, my first corporate job and I started, I had started my own business on the side and I wasn't really getting the traction that I expected to. I said, oh, you know, I have this business going on. I have all these clients and I, I just ran. I realized that I'm not necessarily good at running a business myself, but not realizing that small, small, uh, mid-sized businesses, they run out of money, they run out of budget. So I was having a very difficult time understanding why I wasn't at a point in my life that I thought I should be like, you know, I should be a lot more successful. I should have my own business running. So I went through this personalization, the per personal growth journey. Um, and I tied on to these specific, uh, uh, figures and mentors who, who are around me. And, and I found that progress is really what brings you happiness. Mm -hmm. It's not about how much money you make or how successful you are, because more than likely, if you're working harder, you're more successful, you're making more money, you're probably more unhappy. And mm -hmm. so I was always going after really the wrong things. So I, my goal is to interview uh, entrepreneurs or people who have experience in growth, they don't have to be super successful and just understand what brought, drives their happiness. Is it, is it being successful? Is it being money? Uh, is it growing? Almost everybody that I meet and I talk to, it's all about bringing people together, serving 
and having a overall a bigger picture on life. Yes, it's great to yeah. uh, build a startup and, and have a, ex accelerated growth and, and make a lot of money. But in the end, it's more about fulfillment. So in order for you to be fulfilled, I realized that every day I need to make small intentional changes and improvements in my own life to receive overall compound growth. The same things that I do with marketing and improving website designs, I'm trying to do with my own life. So uh, the podcast is all about me finding out what makes people tick and then seeing how they've dealt with some of these challenges, whether you're an entrepreneur or a designer, an artist, a musician, we all go through these difficult things in order to kind of break out. So what are the patterns that happen with each of our, uh, our emotions that get us through that, that, that mental hurdle? Um, so, you know, really focusing on self-awareness, uh, self-efficacy, being, making ourselves better every single day and really focusing on, on investing in ourselves, you know, building equity in ourselves, whether it's listening to podcasts, uh, books, and really just sharing all of that knowledge specifically. So in the end, you're, you're paying yourself first and then uh, receiving the overall outcomes and then sharing it with the world. I love that. I'm gosh, so many things that I wrote down and I love that uh, concept too, that you just said about paying yourself first, because it really is when you take time to work on yourself, that is, it's, it's like a deposit in your own bank account, you know, mm -hmm. that's going to continue to grow and evolve for you, but it takes, it takes work and it takes focus to do it. It doesn't, you don't just wake up magically and say, Oh, look, I'm now I, now I understand that part of, you know, whatever you have to purposely go out and seek that knowledge and seek that experience. Sometimes even when it's really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's about intentionally building momentum for your ultimate goal. And, mm -hmm. you know, it really starts with, you know, doing it yourself. You know, what, when you wake up in the morning, how do you spend your first couple of hours? And uh, are you spending time maybe going on a walk, doing some meditation, uh, journaling, whatever uh, you do to kind of figure out yourself. But, you know, by, by the time you start work or you start your day, you should have, have already built that foundation for really the rest of your life. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just telling somebody the other day, um, that one of the um, real downsides, and it took me a while to realize it um, from, uh, you know, lockdown and a pandemic was that uh, I used to, if I was not traveling, I used to uh, get up every morning and walk my husband to work. Uh, so his office is about a mile away. So obviously he hasn't been going to work in the office very much, but I would get that. So it's a mile each way. So we'd walk together and visit. And then on the way back, I would get this quiet time. And then at the end of his day, he would walk back and get his quiet time. You know, so we, we both had a mile together and a mile uh, individually. And during that time, you know, I, I never had a ringer on my phone. If phone was always put away, it was just, you know, observing and, and a different kind of uh, mindfulness or, you know, mm -hmm. a different kind of meditation. But I really miss that. And, and it wasn't until a couple of weeks ago when I said, okay, I've been working on my fitness again. I want to get out running and starting. And it was so cold. And, um, and I was like, no, but I need to get, I used to walk when it was, you know, whatever flipping degrees that it barely, <laughs> you know, is registering. I need to do that again, to have that, that mental commute that can get me in a, in a great space. And I do a lot of other things meditation wise, but I really miss that. And, and once I recognized it, then we started doing it. And so like today was a running day. So we went and ran and then other mornings we walk and just to start the day off with that clear 
kind of move out the clutter, you know, might've decompressed yeah. a little overnight while you're sleeping, but it still needs to be swept out. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, when you take people on this journey, you know, through your podcast, as you're interviewing them, what kind of, what kind of things do they reveal? What kind of stories do you hear from them? You know, I've, I love networking and meeting like-minded people and, and podcasting is, is a way to do it, it, especially during a pandemic where you can't go anywhere and meet anybody. But, uh, you know, I, I meet the most amazing people. They, they share openly about um, challenges that, that, that they've had. I actually interview a lot of people that I've known for a while. So I've seen them actually grow over time. Maybe they've mm -hmm. changed jobs or they became uh, you know, more of influencers and leaders in their field. But it, it's all about intentional change and how people go through life, um, finding out what's important to them. You know, some people, you know, uh, it's it's an individual or a person or some people it's, you know, uh, a charity or, or something bigger than, than themselves. But uh, in the end, they, they all have a purpose and finding their purpose continuously evolves over time. Uh, there's a lot of connections between um, intentional action, um, meditation, and and communication. You know, finding people who are, are like minded around you and surrounding them, uh, surrounding yourself with them. So, you know, I think the the patterns really that I see is that people are the the ones that are go getters. They're not willing to let life dictate their their intentions. They are, are they will decide to make a difference and, and they will change. And I think that's really the biggest difference of people who, who get what they want. They don't, you can either, you know, sit on your couch and watch Netflix and not do anything, or mm -hmm. you can make a decision to, to make a change. Maybe you can't figure out how to make the, the most, the best business in the world, but you figure out how to do it and you're resourceful. Yeah. And I like, you know, the other thing you said is progress brings you happiness. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people do think when I get to that point, or when my business reaches this level, or when I have this amount in my bank account, then I will be happy. Mm -hmm. But if we always are waiting for something mag, you know, something of some magnitude to finally ring the bells for us to be happy, we're missing so much happiness along the way. So we're kind of getting our wiring wrong. But if we really do look at, you know, every time we get a little bit better, mm -hmm. that there's a win there and, yeah. and finding joy in that is really purposeful. Yeah, and finding those little, little celebrations, you know, uh, you, you accomplish something, you know, celebrate internally, write it down, document it, and really reward yourself for the things that you're doing to accomplish those goals. I agree. I agree. Well, Alex, we're going to have all of your information on our show notes, but in case somebody wants to look you up right now because they want to learn about your services or learn more about your podcast, what's the best way for them to reach you? Yeah, well, you can find me across the internet, mostly as Alex Designs. Uh, A-L-E-X-D-S-I-G-N-S, or you can find me at my podcast site, which is happyprogress.com. I love it. So before we go, Alex, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? My words of wisdom would be, uh, aside from the things we talked about, you know, networking, putting yourself out there, um, my biggest piece of advice, uh, you know, it, it sounds basic and, and people talk about it a lot, you know, just starting, but, you know, not, not not only starting, but really being intentional. What you want to to accomplish. Don't start something that's just gonna be mm, half-assed. You know, really start something that's gonna be 
big like you know uh how can you eat an elephant you know one little bite at a time so mm -hmm. ha, ha, create big hairy audacious goals for yourself and go after them because even if you get you know 50 or, or 60 percent there it's still going to be worthwhile that you actually accomplished it so really start to think really really big and go after those big dreams i love that big hairy audacious goals that's positive <laughs> Excellent. Alex, thank you so much for being my guest today. It was a pleasure getting a chance to get to know you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.